0: So what do you think about religion?
1: Um, I think blindly following religion is wrong.
0: Wrong? Like like morally wrong?
1: Uh, I think it's just wrong morally, spiritually. All of the wrongs that you can have.
0: All of the wrongs like nobody should blindly follow. Yeah. What, what about following not blindly? Like, as in, um, I mean, that you know.
1: Yeah, if you have a moral compass and you're religious and you act up on your moral compass and your religious beliefs at the same time. I believe that's not a problem, but when people follow a religion blindly without any logic, reason, or morality in place, I believe that's when it radicalizes everything.
0: It's it's just like it's such a nice box to be in because when you're in that box of whatever religion you choose or whatever religion you, you were born into or learned to pick up whatever it may be, you, life makes, I don't want to say it makes sense per se, but you have a more or less, you know what to do. You know what not to do. You have more of a sense of purpose than just floating through the through the universe hoping things work out. And when people have that sense, sense of security, it's really easy to try everything you can to avoid losing it. So that's where blindly following comes in the idea of if if you don't blindly follow then you might be punished by this whatever punishment may be and it's really easy to believe that punishment will happen if you're holding on to that box for dear life because without that box everything kind of feels meaningless in a way
1: can we count how many boxes or box you said within that (laughs) <laughs> within a couple of minutes.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, it was at least, like, three, maybe.
1: One thing I do want to point out is um, you also have to keep in mind that there's, like, when people th- think about uh, radical religious groups, they think of, like, ISIS and a bunch of other terrorist organizations in the Middle East. But the thing is, that's drastically different from a muslim who might live in a Just a small village and they go to the mosque every week just to pray just to want to have a good life Rather than a person who's chopping someone's head off in the name of their God
0: Right, so if like the lay person <clears throat> the, the normal follower of this religion was asked to do something you're saying that instead of blindly following say maybe I shouldn't be doing this even the, the thing is it's hard to say no to what you truly believe is god asking you to do something
1: yeah i get that that's reasonable but you also have to put your morality in place like why would god ad- ask you to take life
0: and then oh, there's just so many different holes that you can poke in each religion of yeah why would god do this why would god do that if you're truly holding on to that that (laughs) box Stop (laughs) saying box. (laughs) Holding on to that religion. um, You've already kind of shot down a bunch of why would God do this? Why would God do that? Because even if it is just he works in mysterious ways, well then there's your answer. You know, why would God ask me to cut off his head? I don't know. He works in mysterious ways. Or why would God ask me to cut off his head? Well, I don't know. He's asked to do a bunch of stuff that I didn't understand I always did that uh
1: that sounds like a lazy man's excuse in my opinion
0: it's it's less I mean obviously like the the lazy person would go that way but
1: most often than not when in quote God asks you to do something it's just a bunch of signs that they have no logical explanation behind and they just blindly follow that ignoring any other thing in front of them
0: all right well uh, I want to mention the The thing about blindly following is that it's not just necessarily for a lazy person, even for the normal person, even a hardworking person. um, It's obviously the easier way out to just go with what you've always gone with and just follow your religion. But having to throw away what you have come to truly believe in your heart is a really difficult decision to make even if Even if it seems like it's wrong you say that it's a lazy thing not to take your own morals into account Well, they've specifically learned
1: But you also have to keep in mind that how are we certain that? The God that they follow blindly or they put their morality aside and follow it How are we certain that the words that he she or it is saying is true because the only evidence we have of this book that's been rewritten multiple times been through millions of millions of people's hands been interpreted completely differently by hundreds of people throughout the years
0: different languages
1: yeah it was translated from whatever
0: well this isn't any particular book this is kind of plug and play for religions with a with a how-to book so to speak yeah. yeah, the Bible, the Quran. What's another one? Is it the Torah one, or am I crazy? Um,
1: I think it was the Torah.
0: Um, yeah, the a big thing with faith is that you kind of have to trust your God, whatever it may be, that the book is reliable enough to follow. Now, again, with the blind faith, um, I think in Christianity there was a part that said, this book won't be altered or the person who altered it will die um, A <laughs> A if if the guy dies wouldn't the book still be there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm remembering it wrong <laughs> but, but uh, B even if there is some other foolproof whatever it's it's really easy for any book to just slap that on in there and then, you know, whatever else you slap in there is, is good to go. You say, this book can't be altered. I didn't write that. Psh, psh, God wrote that. I mean, it's been in there for years. What are you, crazy?
1: Yeah, now you do what I say. And now you do
0: what I say.
1: Yeah, man. Um, back when the ch- Christianity first spread, uh, n- not everybody knew how to read Latin. And, well, in the western side of Europe, at least. And not even just Latin, not everybody knew how to read. So the priests, they would take money from people to interpret the Bible for them and tell them what they, whatever they want them to hear.
0: Jeez, that's yeah. like a recipe for disaster. And
1: then when the printing press first became a discovery and then the Bible started getting mass produced, uh, they hated the guy that made it the printing press. They tried to shut it down
0: like you can't you can't cuz then it's reliable. Yeah, you can't, th- you
1: can't that. make money anymore. <laughs> yeah, so cuz everybody has a
0: bible. So uh, I want to I want to bring up um when you're following this book, whatever book it may be or whatever list of morals passed on by elders, etc. There's another thing like you were talking about with blindly following um taking into account your own morals. Uh where do you draw the line? Cuz at some point It's, it's, you can say, oh, I'm just taking into account my morals. But then, like, your peer will say, no, you're committing blasphemy. Because then it's, it's really hard to take into account morals when you're, the reason you're following it in the first place is so that you can, you can follow it and, and trust that it's true. If you start to doubt it and refusing to follow it, then Sure, maybe you break the cycle and decide that it's, it's just something that you should maybe use as a guide, or maybe not even follow at all. Um, or if you don't break the cycle, then you're stuck in there, still believing it's true, and now you live with this guilt and fear of having messed up like the rest of your life.
1: Because you followed your moral compass? <laughs> yeah. Well, th- let's first define what is, what is a moral compass.
0: Moral compass... Let's say it's something, the first thing I want to say is it's something that you believe should or shouldn't be done, but then again, everybody has a different should or shouldn't.
1: Yeah, everybody has a different moral compass.
0: Okay. Is there anything that's universal? Um, Almost like-
1: I like to believe the general population has a, a good moral compass, and there's a very few ones that are messed up. There's people who would kill without regretting it. There's people who steal without shame. So when we think of a following your moral compass, we think of just telling somebody to do what is good for you, like what is good for people around you.
0: As opposed to, I'm telling you what I think is good, so follow me. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I guess... At the end of the day, that's all you really can do. But if that's the case, then you also have to be willing to work on your own moral compass, knowing that everybody has a different one and your own can change. You can have different beliefs throughout your life. And if you have, say, if there is some ultimate some ultimate moral compass that you should be aligned to, um, obviously everybody's different. Not everybody's going to be aligned up to that. Almost nobody will be, probably. Which means that you should always be willing to break your box and change, adjust your moral compass to what you, the new information you've presented with. Like I used to think this was okay, but now I'm kind of starting to think of it uh, about it differently, and I, I'm starting to see that maybe it's not okay.
1: I mean, if you're not evolving, you're not growing. Yeah. So if you're not constantly changing, <laughs> redefining your morals redefining your boundaries and exploring your new self that has come throughout your experiences on this floating walk in the middle of nothingness then you're not growing
0: yeah, so it's important to grow it's important to make sure that you're not stuck in your moral compass which um i don't want to say it should always be changing because i don't know what should and it shouldn't be but ideally if the ideally it would be changing because if it doesn't If any part of your morals are wrong, you're not going to know because they're your morals. You're just going to stick to it hard and believe it because that's just what your morals are.
1: That's why you have people around you that you trust and you love that reshape those moralities that you thought were completely wrong at first, and then you slowly explore it with your loved ones.
0: It's just really difficult when you find other loved ones that agree with your incorrect morals. Like There are groups of people who... Let's say uh, I believe in rape or I believe in murder and not to say that I'm God. I don't know what is and isn't right, but I feel like it's a generally accepted thing that any God would agree murder and rape are wrong. Then, um, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not God, but I'm just going to go with that for the sake of this podcast. Um, there are some people who have no problem with rape and murder. And I feel like it. it is important to have
1: they're scum of earth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to have your 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 input from those around you. Um, the, at the very least to have experience from things around you. If you're sitting in your couch all day, you're not going to be growing. You're not going to be changing. You're not going to be a better person. You're basically going to be the same person you were when you were a child. And it's if you want to live like that, I guess go for it. Again, not God. I don't know what should or shouldn't be, but. I think it's pretty safe to say that not growing as a person and just staying the same immature you and not learning how to be a better person um, isn't a good way to live your life
1: and again we're not discouraging religion here we're um, we don't really care how anybody lives or however they want to live their life as long as it's not affecting people around them or hurting anybody Everybody has a free will to do however they want. We're just simply trying to encourage you to think outside of the box that you've been grown in, you've been stuck in, or you've ex- pondered in. Because some people are conditioned from birth to believe a certain belief, and it's very hard to break out of that. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of uh, dedication to break out of your ways that you've basically been programmed to do, to do so.
0: That was a very good way to put that.
1: No, thank you. <laughs> <You're welcome.
0: laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, staying outside the box. That's what the podcast is all about. Um, moving on a little bit, I want to talk about specific things that religions promote, like it's um, uh, not necessarily promote, but uh, determine, like uh, abortion or multiple marriages or. Um, yeah, man, it's. Uh, The religious books are so
1: outdated. There's a portion or a part, and I forgot one of the religious books. Uh, I think it was the Bible or the Quran, but it's essentially saying that you can have a slave. And you can have multiple wives. And you can rape a virgin and claim it as a slave.
0: No, all that's pretty... I I don't want to say that anything is black and white. Um, You know, staying outside of those boxes oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um i did it once (laughs) yeah yeah, you did it once that was was pretty good no but stay away from black and white uh it's i'm just gonna say that we shouldn't be raping shouldn't be slaves for the sake of other people's free will um but uh multiple wives let's 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 expand on that or sorry were you done with your thought yet yeah i was Okay. okay, let's expand on the multiple wives. What, what do you think about that? Um,
1: I believe a marriage is between a man and a woman. Why is that? Who, I mean, yeah, I mean, gay marriage is valid too. I, I'm not just saying. Not like, what I meant?
0: I meant why between one and one other?
1: Yeah, one and one other because you fall in love with this person, you're dedicated to this person, your souls are intertwined, right?
0: What if there's a third soul that you both love?
1: But if you introduce another person, then there's a lot of problems that come to play.
0: Well, that's true for one-on-one one marriage also. There's always problems having two free wills plus, come together. It, there's, there's, if they both want something different, there's inherently problems. Adding a third person isn't the exception. It's just continuing the rule, making it more complicated.
1: Yeah, and okay. What about the kid? You're obviously going to have... or If you don't have kids, I guess that's fine. I don't really care what you do. But if you're in like a three, way, I don't know how many relationships, what about the child that that is being raised that's been introduced to all these different people? It's going to get so confusing for them. They're not going to be growing in a happy home that's with a mother and a father. You're assuming he'll be
0: confused. You're assuming he won't be a happy home. No, I'm not assuming. There are many polyamorous happy homes with a child who isn't confused and how did the child grow up he grew up this is just the norm there's no it's not like i have three parents so that's why i beat people like no he's just, he's just a kid he goes through school he has friends and every now and then there's like an awkward conversation of like oh yeah i have like i don't know seven moms or <laughs> whatever it is but the, they still grow up the same way they're still raised as a person it, it's the same as if there was like a mother and an aunt and an uncle and a bigger sister you know, all helping raise his child. Except in this specific case, they happen to be on the same rank or the same.
1: But there's you know. two dudes kissing his mom, or and two moms kissing his
0: dad. Here, here comes back to psychology again. Um, <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah, you know, uh, here comes back to psychology. You were you were actually talking about this earlier, where you're raised with these these ideologies, and what is normal to you is normal to you, not necessarily to other people. Um, yeah. Like to some cultures, it is weird to only have one wife and be angry about multiple wives.
1: Well, those other cultures, they're usually not consensually getting married. The the wife is or the female is getting sold off to that specific guy that is wealthy, so he can add on to his collection of wives.
0: But that's not inherent. It's it's not gonna always be the case. Um, well,
1: obviously not, but it's mostly the case.
0: Yeah, but uh, back to the psychology of it. It, it's gonna be the same with any group of people. There's gonna be differences, for example, if there weren't any particular family, and it was just being raised by humans tasked with raising them. If they didn't show the love and affection and uh, attention of, like, a mother and a father, he would be raised and learned differently. But, if there's family showing that attention, that's as long as that puzzle piece is there, it doesn't matter how many times it's there. Um, as long as he has all the pieces of the learning process coming together, the uh, the experience learning things from their elders, the love and attention to feel safe to explore the world, the ability to learn, the curiosity wanting to learn. Curiosity comes from the comfort in the the love coming from people. That was like the second thing on the list. Um, and then, uh, th- as long as, like, you have the, the foundation to grow up and become a mature person, they're gonna grow up and become a mature person, <clears throat> it's just that this particular person won't find it weird to have multiple parents, um, but you, on the other hand, you weren't raised like that. You were raised with two parents, and you didn't hear about- I was raised with one. And you didn't hear about three or four <laughs> or five parents. So now that it's a new idea, it goes through the same process as any other new idea. Mm. It starts weird. And if it becomes a norm, other people start doing it, it might like feel a little off. It's not like, a, say, ten years in the future that polyamory is the norm.
1: I mean, that's assimilation. You're basically explaining assimilation to me.
0: Yeah, it's th- and the, the, the idea of assimilation is um, if you're taking you out... In. If you're taking out the human atrocities that have been, the uh, that have taken advantage of assimilation, the core idea of assimilation is the fact that all minds are malleable, and just because you think something is weird, just because you have a certain moral compass, just because you follow a religion, just because you have your boxes, doesn't mean that other people are going to have those same boxes, and it doesn't mean that you have to stay in your boxes.
1: Well, even though it is strange to me, everybody has a right to do what they want, and I also have a right to think that it is strange.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, Uh, Again, we're not God. We don't know if it's wrong. It might be wrong. I don't don't know.
1: And I believe, um, like I said, anybody has a right to do what they want, but if they can perfect mother's love, mother's nourishment, and a father's discipline, and a father's respect within a three, four, five, six-way relationship, and as long as a child that is being brought up is healthy... And is responsible and is being taken care of and being fed. I don't see any problems with it. I do not prefer it. I have a right to not prefer it.
0: You're starting to sound like my fruit roll-up bin on the politics episode.
1: What about... What is that?
0: The, the, you don't remember? Oh, it's fine. We'll, we'll talk I don't about remember. it remember. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Go, go check out the <laughs> politics episode, you guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Check it out. Um, I remember now. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, so, moving on... Uh, Polyamory, I guess. The last note is, we don't know if it's right or wrong.
1: As long as you're not hurting but anybody, just have fun.
0: Yeah, you're, you're your own person. Um, this guy here, he's gonna keep it out of his life. If it gets introduced into my life, I won't shut it down. I'll see what happens, and who knows? Maybe in the future I'll change my mind. But as for now, it's you know we we have no way of knowing what is or isn't universally right or wrong we only know what our own moral compass has and what we have in our own hearts
1: it's nice to peek outside the box but if you prefer to be inside the box then be inside the box but as long as you're peeking outside the box sometimes then you'll be boxing for life man that's a lot of boxes
0: i I, (laughs) I, I, I didn't pick up any of that but uh stay outside the box you guys yeah okay so (laughs) moving on (laughs) moving on um what was the next one gay
1: Gay. Gay. Bible says we should hate gay people. What do you think about that?
0: Uh, what do you think about gay babies? Uh. Well, what about them? It's it's an important part of my conversation. I mean, Does you, anything I, stick out to you about that phrase?
1: I think people who are born, or people who are gay, are born gay. Okay,
0: so you think it's an inherent thing that you can't decide?
1: Yeah, I, mean. I,
0: I think it's not.
1: Let's you think it's not?
0: I think it's not. I, I think there might be some nature to it. The Again, back to the psychology, nature, nurture discussion.
1: What about the CT scans that ev- evidence that people with gay or people who are gay, their brain activity is a lot or much like female activities rather than male activities?
0: I think you're fucking with me.
1: I am not fucking with you. Check it what? out. What? They did a CT scan of a gay man and a woman and a man.
0: Well, this man, how old was he?
1: I don't remember but there's a whole article Okay, about but it. if he's
0: grown up, at that point he's already got the gaze in him. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna react uh, differently.
1: I don't know how true this is, but some people believe that it's a uh, people who are gay, they have a uh, more estrogen within their body.
0: I can I can And be.
1: then they're um What is that area between your buttocks and your
0: balls? Your uh, there's pericardium, peritoneum, the perineum? Taint
1: because they have more estrogen within their body it is i don't know how true this is again it is believed that their taints are much smaller than like much like a female's (laughs) okay than a straight man's, with their taint is larger because they have testosterone
0: so that's gonna be an animation right there (laughs) 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 um yeah okay no I didn't know about any of this oh god uh, okay I can't okay um no I didn't know that I didn't know that uh I'll I'll still stick with the psychology bit um okay (laughs) uh, even if you're let's say uh hypothetically if you were born straight right um I could be wrong. It could be from birth where you just can't get into the pain, right? It's just not something that's going to happen. Or if you're a girl, you can't get into the vag. It's just not something that's going to happen. The, the good old vagin pain. Um, if, if, I, I have no idea if it's, you know, locked in. But if it is uh, at least partially nurture-based, um, then you could, say, grow up in a, a gay family maybe there are three men raising you because they're also polyamorous cough cough um, okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> then it's gonna be a norm to you the it might again I really don't know I don't have experiments behind this or um, or anything like that but there are there is research out there going on uh, more credible sources than us uh, I, I guess I, I came in pretty hot and strong on the psychology part. But I, I want to back down a little bit and say, again, I don't know. It, it could be nurture and nature. It could just be nurture so or it could just be nature.
1: So what you're saying is you can program a child to be gay Maybe. or be straight.
0: I'm saying it's possible. But the world today in general is just going to need more evidence to really for sure say something like that.
1: I, hmm.
0: Now, where it ties into religion, some people will die defending that it's um, that it's a choice, and some people will. I, I say die. I don't know why I say it like that. But some people will die defending it's a choice. Some people will die defending that you're born gay, and that either you're born gay and you're bad, a bad person, because you're born gay, or you chose to be gay and you're a bad person because you made that choice.
1: I mean, uh, I feel there's a thought process that I want to introduce you to. Is uh, Some people who are devout Christians, they believe that if you are gay or if you, if you feel like men, that's one of the temptations of God that is put on this earth. And if you are gay and if you like men, you should be celibate for eternity because um, gay sex is bad. That's what some people believe.
0: I want to expand on that and say that there's also a group that believes um, the same kind of group except they believe that it is still a choice Uh, but again, that it is one of those temptations that, like, uh, yeah, anybody could be gay or have gay thoughts but it's it's your responsibility as a human to resist the temptation to steal to resist the temptation to engage in homosexual whatever's, to, uh, you know, avoid sin and all that
1: so are you saying being gay is bad
0: no I'm, I'm saying that no, I'm agreeing with you and that there's a group of people
1: oh okay I'm sorry I, for, I missed it I forgot about the beginning of yeah, it okay no, fine.
0: <laughs> so um, I guess yeah well, there's not really anything else I can say here uh, end of the what day do we you? don't know we're not God
1: <laughs> bro why do you have to end all of it like that <laughs>
0: it's, I, I don't, it's, it's like a an episode I don't know I, it, it's a it's a terrible transition so anyways uh, next topic yeah we're not God in the next <laughs> yeah yeah I mean we're not. It's, it's, how, we are how, not but how can we honestly truly say that murder is bad? We'll all agree it's bad. I agree it's bad. Taking an innocent life is bad. Yeah, but but, but says who? Says everybody, but who are we? Humans? Do we? were all born on this planet at the same. How would you
1: feel if somebody took your life?
0: It's because I'm sad. Does that mean it's wrong? Anytime somebody makes you upset about something, does that mean it's wrong?
1: If somebody took your life, if, how would you feel? If I
0: take my kids' candy, they get sad. Does that mean I'm wrong for? I mean, not take their candy. <laughs> if I don't give them ice cream for dinner, they get upset at me. Does that mean
1: brutally murdered you? Slowly, how would you feel?
0: And, and here it goes again, ties back around to the, these are the norms that we were raised that's in. How,
1: no, that's why it's bad, because you don't want to be murdered.
0: Because I don't want to? Yes. So that's what determines morals.
1: No, the reason why it's bad for killing somebody is because what if it was done
0: to you? So you're saying that a moral compass should be based on what you feel of your own...
1: No, it's the good of humanity.
0: Okay, so the good of humanity in general...
1: Yeah. Not stealing, not murdering, in, end quote. <laughs>
0: so here's the thing that, okay, okay, so you're trying Not
1: to, lying, not cheating.
0: That's a good little principle to bring... Not scamming. To bring together all the religions. All the religions pretty much for the most part uh, promote a system where everybody is in a position to get along and for further the human civilization. Um. Not necessarily civilization, but the, the human race. Some are kind of against the industrialization phones, which are technically pro-civilization, but like anti, let's say, planet, you know. Um, but yeah, no, the the greater of the human good. I, I can agree with that. I think it's it's hard to say that that wouldn't be a, a good moral compass to follow. Uh, religion is certainly agree, but that's also to say that us humans on this planet have anything to do with what is and isn't morally right just because just because we have the ability to make decisions what as set, humans
1: what sets morality is because of humans are social creatures and they live in within social groups that is your morality so of how you act upon the others around you
0: so if this was on a planetary scale there were galaxies that were conscious They would also have morals to follow, and you're saying those morals would be based on the greater good for all the galaxies.
1: Essentially, yes, because you don't see little tigers having morals. You don't see... Tiger will rip your throat out in a minute. They don't care.
0: Selfish. Selfish versus selfless.
1: Well, I think it's more of a being a biological robot.
0: As opposed to growing outside of your ape brain yes staying outside (laughs) that box and becoming something better than the ape that you were evolved from which is set to morality yeah and this is totally going against a whole bunch of religions here saying that we're from apes but yeah the idea is the same you know don't follow animalistic instincts which religions do agree on
1: i mean evolution has been proven many many times it's actively being proven right now P- species are evolving yeah. as we live on this earth
0: yeah but um the I think I think when the Bible <coughs> I don't know about any other religions but I think when the Bible says um, that we were poofed from Eve and Adam the the rib and all poofed. that yeah a lot of people agree that the Bible is more of a what is it? less literal and more ideologic stories. In this case, it would be he had Adam and Eve, um, and he would be putting souls in them, basically. Like, he took the apes and he was like, these guys are pretty smart. Let's, let's give them a bit of my consciousness. I, God, am going to give a bit of me, my existence, my, my ultimate soul. I'm gonna split it off and give them some of it. So that they can experience the human experience, which I couldn't possibly fathom.
1: I want to go into conspiracy. Can I go into conspiracy? Uh, sure. I really want to go into conspiracy. So... Uh, I don't know if This is probably not true at all. I just like thinking about it. It's fun to think about it, but... It's right. um, the point of this podcast. Humanity... Is what makes a human a hue-man is a group of fungi that landed on planet earth millions millions of years ago they cultivated and made earth what it is and all of earth is alive and then we are a portion of that earth because we ate the fungi and we're basically extension of earth living earth on earth
0: I won't shoot it down, but I don't think we have time to expand on that in this podcast. Uh, well, you can shoot it down. I'm gonna shoot it down. I'm gonna say no for now. But that would be a great like we're literally doing a podcast. Like our next episode is going to be exactly this kind of stuff. So d- do some research on that. I want to. I want to. I want to pick. Your There's brain about no research that.
1: to be done, bro. It's it's a stupid conspiracy.
0: <laughs> okay, the, but. But there's more to this conspiracy they don't just say oh yeah uh mushrooms if you're a conspiracy theorist you're gonna go through i mean everything it, you can to prove your what
1: point. I, what it was based on was they found evidence of of the first was it first living thing on earth was apparently fungi or something like that i don't know i'll, I'll look up on it next year i'll look up on it more for yeah. the next episode. Stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned for the next episode, y'all. All right. Uh, so, moving on. We're not God. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, moving. All right.
1: Staying outside the Box. We're yeah. not God. Box, Box. We're not God. Anything else? Um, I
0: don't know. Uh, not for sure. I'll say it for the whole episode, bro. Moral box, com- Box. Not God. Stay outside. Moral compass. Your own. Everybody's their own person. etc. Yada Yada,
1: How? What do you think about... Uh, People murdering gay people in, in the name of religion. Well, that—that that was an extreme transition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 that depends. Are gay people inherently bad? I don't think so. Um, but
1: hypothetically, some people think they are. According to their moral compass.
0: If gay or people, their book. If, if gay people, let's 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 throw this. I'm gonna play the devil's advocate, I'm totally against this. But I'll, for the sake of the podcast, I'll I'll humor it. If let's say gay people are gay because they have those human instincts, uh, temptations. Which by the way, I'm like I'm totally down for some dick, just to clarify. Um, but they have those human instincts, and they don't have the soul to counteract it, so they just go for sex wherever they can find it. Um, Less G- gay gay sex is not only on right, humans, either. Of
1: animals do gay sex too. Yeah, they have sex for pleasure. And there's people. There's animals that have been.
0: That basically killed each other for having gay sex. There's. There's. Like uh, they accidentally killed each other. Dolphins have sex slaves. <laughs> what? And they have, on m- several occasions, and tried to rape humans. What? Yeah, they're horny little dudes. What? <laughs> for real, they're horny bastards. <laughs> horny little fishy <laughs> bastards. Right. Okay, so the gay people know soul, and that's why they're gay. All of them I mean, Even then Should we be killing dogs? <laughs> 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 just called Gay people dogs Again I don't believe this I don't believe should any of this Should we kill gay I'm, dogs? I'm, pl- I'm playing the, the the opposite side here Just for the sake of Humoring yes. the argument
1: What if they cut Just the this portion And post it No like, This guy's a bad person It would be so bad <laughs>
0: we, we just gotta stop Every two seconds So they have to like Even they could Okay uh, Anyways Moving on um, should we kill gay dogs? I, I don't think that we should kill gay humans or gay dogs. Yeah, we should kill any of them. Any humans or any dogs? <laughs> maybe maybe we should kill only the lesbian dogs. Right? <laughs> like, no. <right? laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No. Like, uh, what, what would be the function? What would be the function of killing gay?
1: Just because I think the reason why people who don't like gay people or they... Kill gay people is because they're truly insecure of their sexuality or they're following blindly to this book.
0: I'll add a third one in there. Um, they're worried about the temptation that they have given into um, their own corruption leaking into the people around them.
1: Man, I love gay people, man. Like, they. <laughs> they <laughs> I love gay babies. No, I, I love gay people because they're minus one guy to worry about for your girl <laughs> and then take another dude with
0: them they take another dude with them, <laughs> dude with them. <laughs> oh, that's great uh, fair that's enough. awesome more girls for me that only applies to straight people though and, and I th- I, a couple of years ago it, it would be something along the lines of um, more and more but nowadays, it's pretty much all gay people aren't just gay. Uh, like, they all... They're like, yeah, I, I, could, I could do a puss every now and then, but, like, I really just like guys. You're Like, I could have sex with a girl, but if I'm going to date somebody, it's got to be a guy is usually mm. the story. Modern era is getting really complicated. Well, I don't want to say complicated. It's just less black and white. Because back in the day, I used to believe, oh, if you're gay, then you have to be gay. You don't get a choice. Like, it's almost never black and white. It's all the colors of the rainbow. Yeah, insert box joke here. So, um... No boxes, please. God, Uh, please, no more. (laughs) Uh, Let's say don't kill gay people, don't kill straight people. Don't Don't kill anybody. Let's just not kill stuff. Why why do people want to kill things all the time? It's a lot of pent-up frustration I'm picking up here. Um,
1: Because humans are inherently apes.
0: Yes, and people who are just trigger-happy are feeding off of their animalistic instincts and it's difficult for them to fight it off
1: you know another thing that i learned today what the countries that who are um in poverty they commit more femicide than countries who are with wealth
0: they kill women yeah okay it's so strange. We, we could expand on that, but I think it would take too long. Well,
1: this is a topic about religion, and I just wanted to, like, yeah. do a little foreshadowing for the future episodes. the <laughs> future,
0: yeah. We're going to have to take notes on this one, because that, that, that is actually—oh, wait, there is an episode for that, actually. We already have an episode planned for something like that.
1: Yes, we have plenty of episodes planned. Tune in.
0: Yes, yes. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll expand on that on another episode. But um, how about cannibalism? huh religious cannibalism then now hear me out what is it like tribal religions not necessarily uh, like there are tribal religions or it's like they they have some sort of sacrifice or um ritual that involves cannibalism i'm more talking about the you aren't allowed to eat people but if they're dead then they aren't considered people
1: i mean if they're already dead you wanna eat a person? I guess go ahead no, don't go ahead. But I guess if like, ugh. <laughs> hey,
0: yeah, here's the tough one. I mean, if you're starving and it's
1: life or death, I don't see a problem with it. But if you're okay with eating a person and your moral compass doesn't go trigger happy and you start going into depression and start freaking out that there's a human that you've consumed that is within inside of you, then you're just a horrible person in my opinion
0: this ties together two of our episodes politics with um the underage it's it's normal in some cultures and not normal in others and uh, it's really easy to just say that they're wrong because it's not what you believe uh, go back to the episode to expand on that i'm not going to say underage anything is right i'm not going to say that cannibalism is right the entire conversation that stems from that is on a politics episode but the, another episode that ties to is our last episode. I forget what that was called. Um, our human atrocities episode, where we, at the end, talked about uh, who you are as a person, your personality, your habits, your reactions. And I'm really glad that we actually got back to this, because I didn't get to expand on that episode, but basically, your who you are as a person is just uh, an amalgamation of what you've learned to react as. Now, some people argue and say that it's also partially nurture and I'll totally agree with that. But a lot of it is without a doubt also nurture if not all of it. Um, No matter how much of it is nurture it doesn't really matter. Point is, you as a person can change. You weren't always the person that you are today and you certainly are not the kid that you were when you were a kid. Now, Um, You were talking about I feel like we covered this at the beginning of the podcast This podcast? Yeah, evolution
1: If you're not evolving, you're not growing
0: Yeah, yeah, no uh, Similar, but a different idea I I wanted to specifically mention Or specifically talk about how your personality And who you are as a person isn't, uh, Isn't rigid We were saying the same thing for Like your morals and all that But your personality counts as that too
1: yeah, I feel like it just covers all of it. You're yeah. constantly changing. Yeah, if you're much. not changing, go change.
0: Now, uh, tying back to can- cannibalism. Um, <laughs> Turning back to cannibalism, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Turning back to cannibalism, of course. Um, it's, it's something that we're used to. We learned to grow up this way, and and uh, we've hammered this nail several times this episode. Um, but again, I don't know if it's. Right or wrong? It's I feel wrong. like it's wrong, personally.
1: Because you can get many diseases, it's dangerous. So, it's eating. wrong
0: because it's dangerous? In that sense, stepping outside your house would be wrong. Eating food that you yourself... so well, you're
1: actively eating parasites rather than stepping out into
0: the world. And that's, that's... That's completely different. That's like saying you shouldn't eat chicken because you'll get salmonella. No, humans are one of the most
1: diseaseful people in the world. You can get really fucked up from eating humans.
0: I'm going to need more research on this. But even you can so, do research. Even if you're completely true, that doesn't you know why necessarily eating, make it morally wrong because you know it's why, more
1: dangerous than something Do you know else. why eating monkeys is so bad for humans? You no can get why. really sick because they're primates. Primates carry a lot of dangerous diseases and parasites with them.
0: Well, either way, um, again... I don't think that morals are determined based on danger as much as... Let alone
1: if, you, if you're eating humans, or if you're eating somebody who already died...
0: Now, I'll go back from to... From
1: which causes did they die from?
0: I'll go back to what you said. If you have to, like you're going to die and you have no other option. Um, some people have been pushed to that point And they were horrified at the things that they did, the decisions they made. And this is why I was talking about your personality, where you thought you knew who you were because you've been this person for so long, but that's not who you are. That's just the way that you've learned to be. So you believe that people get PTSD
1: from eating human meat because they grew up to think it's wrong, so they got PTSD from
0: that? Because uh, they didn't get PTSD from the meat, they got PTSD from realizing that they... ...are not necessarily the person that they were sure they were, because they made a decision that they didn't think they would ever be able to make. But your decisions, your personality, the way you react to things, your habits, are all situationally based, and they can all change in a moment. So, either temporarily or permanently.
1: So getting assimilated, you can essentially get PTSD because
0: you're not used to that type of world? Not because you're not used to the world. That's not what's giving you PTSD. What would give you PTSD is the realization that you have no idea who you really are as a person. The entire existential crisis of, oh my god, who am I? I thought I was confident in who I was, but now I'm this completely different person that I've never even met before.
1: I think you're wrong. I think when people eat human meat, they get PTSD from eating somebody else's flesh and other human beings also yes some living breathing person that you've talked to you've communicated with
0: yeah oh for sure and
1: now they're food 100 percent
0: yeah uh, staying outside the box it doesn't have to be one or the other a little bit of both mostly that probably yeah <laughs> <laughs> but but also um i was just bringing up that you know what i brought up human morality
1: humans tend to not want to consume animals that They've seen, or m- most humans, they've seen, moved, interacted with, pet.
0: Yeah, like, we think it's crazy to eat dogs, but to some cultures, it's normal. Again, that's just how we were Not raised. Not anymore. Really?
1: Yeah, they don't do it anymore. Well, it's illegal. The point still stands, though. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, but... um.
1: So how is this morality set all across the globe? Are we all just doing this because uh, it, it is said to us all across the globe, or are just humans inherently...
0: I think that humans inherently want to find what's best and that if we can all as a globe communicate to each other and kind of agree on a set of morals then for the most part we'll follow it but you'll always have your people who just don't want to change who don't give up their own morals or who simply just can't agree with it. Now uh, tying back to cannibalism for religion. Um, there are some religions who think it's blasphemy, like you'll go to hell or whatever the equivalent is for eating a human. Do you think that is deserving of somebody who eats wait, do you think somebody who eats a human deserves eternal torture?
1: Depends on the condition that is set.
0: So you're saying that now Now we're getting into a new topic, hell um, because of one decision that you made whatever your maturity level is Let's say you're a 60-year-old man. In the face of eternity, you're still an infant. And you made a bad decision. And because of that one decision now, you deserve to be tortured for the rest of eternity with no chance to become a better person.
1: I think it depends on the conditions that were set for you to eat a human. Like, if it's life or death situation, then no. But if you actively go murder many people and consume them as food just because you enjoy and you have pleasure in doing so, much like, what's his name? There, there's a serial killer. Ted but No. Jeffrey Dahmer? Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. I believe you deserve eternal hell.
0: Okay. Uh, well, I I disagree. I think that at some point in time, there is a... I think that hell should exist for a reason. of reformation. The no man left behind type of thing. Going back to the utopia
1: episode. If hell exists. Right,
0: of course. Going back to the utopia episode, where we shouldn't just lock somebody away and give up on them. Where... Even if they have to stay in their punishment or their hell or their utopic house where they get everything they need to survive and be happy, but they're alone, even if they have to stay in whatever punishment they have for the rest of their life or for the rest of forever, then so be it. But they will always have the chance to get better and become a better person and come back to society. That's what I So
1: believe. they can take a life, but still have the right to live a good life?
0: At some point, I, now this is going back to utopia. Um,
1: well, Yeah.
0: Uh, but quick answer um, I don't necessarily say that anybody technically deserves anything I was pooped out of a vagina and I de- demanded that I get stuff because I want to be happy I, I can see why it makes sense um, it's just hard for me to defend and I'm not going to say it's wrong I'm not going to say it's right what I am saying is I have no idea how accurate it is to say that that we little rice flakes who accidentally uh, procreated on a tiny floating rock deserve something. Um, But that being said, I will fight to the death, not only for my own sake, but for the sake of humanity, that we all need rights and deserve things like happiness. If you work
1: hard for something, you deserve it.
0: And. If you make a decision which I have made several bad decisions some worse than others and if somebody is in especially if they're mentally ill uh, whatever the circumstances may be even if they were completely sober normal person and they made this bad decision I think that they should have the same rights as us live a happy normal life but they don't get to be in a position where they can hurt other people
1: what about multiple bad decisions
0: well, same thing. If you keep making bad decisions, like two
1: hundred lives, bad decision.
0: Then, if you keep taking lives, then you just don't get to come back to society. You're gonna stay in that little jail or whatever the punishment is until. If we can live forever, let's skin them
1: alive. Yeah, if we
0: can live forever, then you're gonna stay there forever and figure out how to be a better person. Kill um. No, do you? Think. sorry my ape is going out. <laughs> you're <fine. laughs> i want to mention uh how different are you now than you were one or two years ago
1: bro i'm so different from six months ago
0: so <laughs> so is it that hard to but, believe that somebody who made a bunch of bad decisions couldn't be a better person in an eternity
1: i never had a tendency to murder anybody so i wouldn't know
0: yeah okay fair enough no, I, I have. To, I don't know
1: how easily. I have you're... to
0: agree with you there. I, I don't. I don't know. I've never had the tendency to murder people. Yeah, I don't, don't have firsthand <laughs> experience. But it's just hard for me to believe like, that even with murderous tendencies, you couldn't be a different person.
1: Like you could be an impulsive person. You could say mean things to somebody, and after a time, you realize that like, I don't have to be like that, right? I don't know craving murder and murdering somebody I don't know how hard that is to change yeah. or how how you would change from that cause I've never had that personal experience
0: well it seems we're at an impasse you're saying eternal damnation I'm saying ref- reformation and maybe eternal damnation if they truly eternally don't change but if they're able to change I would like them to change and come out and try again
1: they should go to hell
0: alright uh, do we have another topic
1: um Religion.
0: No, what? That's, that's the that's the episode.
1: That's the topic.
0: All right, religion. Um, so you heard about those, Taoists lately? What about? Oh wait, actually, priests touching little boys we're not talking about kitty balls again oh (laughs) my god (laughs) no (laughs) there might be a blooper episode at some point but for now we're gonna leave that out it's not bad it's it's just that like the episode it's valid you talk about eating people it was a very rough start to the podcast (laughs) so we're we'll 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 leave kitty balls in that episode for the for when it comes out as a blooper
1: nobody knows what you're talking about. nobody (laughs) knows what i'm talking about (laughs)
0: and and oh man it's it's a lot you guys are definitely gonna want to stay too. And if if we if we really get popular and people request the blooper episode, we will absolutely put out the the hidden what is it? What is it called?
1: The hidden gem.
0: The secret The Lost Episode. There we go. Yeah. We'll put out the lost episode.
1: The Lost Treasure of Staying Outside the Box podcast.
0: Did you try to Okay, okay. Um no, but there was uh religion, Taoism, there is something that I want to talk about. Uh, energies, chakras, souls different religions all call them different things but um they all have one <laughs> and <laughs> um and uh what do you believe
1: um well about like if a if a human has a soul
0: soul or chakra or energy or ethereal I mean, body
1: obviously we have energy because i'm standing in front of you Talking to you, speaking to you, communicating. Well, that's with like you.
0: electrical energy. This is more of a secondary to your physical. And lives. we have
1: this bond between us, this brotherly bond. How that can you? It could identify? be explained
0: with neurological experience, n- with with uh, brain squish.
1: A brain squish. <laughs> yeah,
0: your thing lump.
1: <laughs> well, anything could be explained. Yes. Your like, Every thought is a spark of energy. Every yeah, feeling you get is just a chemical released in your brain. That's the difference. So what is left a soul?
0: So let's go back to, uh, sorry, what do you believe? You believe there's a soul, you soul believe there's is about, a bond.
1: soul is about a faith. Right. If you believe that you have a soul, you have faith. Uh,
0: would you say a blind faith? Uh, Yeah, essentially. The, the same blind faith you said not to follow earlier? Well, there's a
1: difference between a guided rule book... On saying things that are telling you to do things that nobody would in their right mind would do like killing people.
0: yeah I, I, can, I can agree with that And
1: there's also believing that somebody has life energy that comes from an origin.
0: I just realized how far away I've been from the microphone like <laughs> half the episode.
1: So that's what that's where the difference faith lie
0: right okay well I, I still want to shut down the the blind faith. I'm not gonna agree with that one um, but I do see where you're coming from though. Uh, I do believe that there is an energy, a soul. I feel like... When so you somebody, have faith
1: in that we have a soul? I do.
0: I do have faith. I have blind faith that we have a soul, but it's not... An, well, it's not blind faith. Uh, it's not entirely blind. Um, when somebody walks in the room, I don't just feel a gust of air and hear a walking. Even if they're completely silent um, and I don't feel anything physically, I can sense them, if that makes sense
1: yeah and you can like see when you can feel when somebody's staring
0: at you even if they're not in your peripheral vision yeah. exactly like you you know when they're sending that energy your way it's Turn stuff like that or like um there has been several occasions where i would call my wife and they say hey are you okay and she would be crying no idea why i knew i just knew type of thing wow yeah stuff like that um
1: have you ever like just sat in the one corner of the room and just stared at somebody so hard just thinking like are are you gonna feel the stare and uh, they'll glare at you and you're like oh shit you gotta look
0: away (laughs) i've done that to my friend and he told me to stop oh man yeah this was this (coughs) one's uh the harder to talk about because it's less physical more faith, ideological, like, it comes down to kind of your own personal experience and beliefs. Have you had these types of experiences where there's just no physical explanation for it? Mm-hmm. Now, technically, I say physical, I don't um, I'm going to go back into the science world again. Um, studies have been seeing actual, uh, what what basically is a semblance of your uh, an etheric body. Where you can actually pick up these energies around you, where there is—it's um, almost like almost—it's a frequency, like electromagnetic field, uh, photons, gamma rays, that whole realm of science. I'm gonna
1: jump into theoretical physics. No,
0: I'm gonna stop. He the really, smallest form of really labeled it theoretical physics. That was totally accurate. Yeah. I'm so happy about that. <laughs> if you wanna jump into the theori- theoretical physics,
1: every every anything that has mass is in an energy form. It's constantly. Yeah. Vibrating in a frequency.
0: And that's why it has mass. That's what. That's, that's at a wh-
1: certain. Atoms are made of quartz, and quartz are made out of this other substance, quark. and that other. Su- yeah, a quark. And a quark is either. There's a string theory, and then whatever other theories like well, some people believe it's a be point be, in space and other people it's believe it's a wave and it shapes into whatever
0: yeah you know, these these quirks would be made out of uh, the strings essentially either strings yeah. p- stretching through different dimensions or strings in one dimension um and they would be vibrating at different frequencies whatever frequency is vibrating determines what kind of quark it is how it reacts with other quirks Let's not make this a science podcast. <laughs> um, but long story short, science is kind of catching up to the free will it makes sense because Schrodinger's cat, look it up, uh, superposition, quantum computers. There is a totally scientifically explainable way of having something that um, completely pissed off Einstein, uh, gave, who gave the famous quote, God does not play dice with the universe. And then scientists said, um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, and uh, we're basically... It could be either way, and it is... Until it's observed, it is both. Again, I won't get into it and do your own research, but free will is totally scientifically backable. Then um, we were talking about energy. Energy is also totally scientifically backable now as well. Um, it's nice having having these, these supposedly completely faith-based ba- faith things wake its way into the science world where you can have actual studies and experiments um starting to to prove and suggest these things
1: do you ever just walk into a room and without even like seeing talking or interacting with a person you just feel the the emotion that's coming off their body that's so extreme like anger or excitement
0: i've i've noticed the easiest the it's almost unavoidable to feel anger when somebody's really angry or hatred It's it's like if somebody's really happy, like you you kind of feel in a good mood, and you look over, you're like, oh yeah, look, they're in a good mood too. But when somebody's like just pissed at the world, you want to leave the room, even if you don't know why.
1: Yeah, energy is real.
0: I mean. I agree, but I'm not going to say that for sure because I have no way to prove it. we got to stay outside the box. Stay outside the box. Everybody has their own beliefs. Be willing to change. I'm willing to change if, if I have a reason to believe it's not real. And if you start to maybe feel other presences whenever they walk in the room, then, you know, maybe be willing to change your belief. I don't know. Maybe do what you want. Maybe don't. I don't know. Let's see what happens. All right. So, last topic. Sin. What do you know about sin, sin as far as other... As far as uh, religions relating All to All I know other about
1: sin is, what well, people say sin isn't really sin. It's just the guidelines that set to control you and manipulate you and make you how they want you to act. Because when the Bible was first, or whatever, a religious book was first released, it was just the easiest way to control mass population, in my opinion. Uh, priests often had bigger armies than kings.
0: Back in the Crusader era, and we'll get back to that in the last episode. No, we
1: didn't. We didn't. No. Oh, I thought we that was didn't. the last
0: episode. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you said the last episode. No, we we'll get back <laughs> to that in the last episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 I said up. that yeah. in the last episode. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So I, I agree. Little hints there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I agree to an extent, but um I also dis uh, not that I disagree. Can I add one more thing? Yeah,
1: obviously, murder, rape, thievery—that's all basic sins that like aligns with my moral compass. I believe it all aligns with a lot of good, healthy people's moral compasses. Healthy? Yes. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Quote healthy, like mentally healthy. Okay. But um, there's other sins that are outlined in some religious books, like wearing gold or. I don't know yeah basically wearing gold that's the (laughs) only one i can remember uh, but in in the quran it says yeah males can't wear gold it's a sin because it's um i said
0: eating pigs
1: oh yeah and eating pigs
0: i I actually don't i feel really bad for eating pigs i never really cared about the religious it just makes me feel sad for some reason i I can eat anything but pigs i like bacon
1: you know, I love bacon-included bacon,
0: uh, things. But that doesn't taste like pigs. It tastes like grease and skillet and happiness. Mm-hmm. And those are good fats like, for you. But if you give me a ham, for example, <laughs> I, ju- I just can't do it. Um, but no, the uh, I'm going to expand on the sin. Uh, I agree with that to an extent. But I think there's a bigger uh, picture of sin with religion that a lot of religions kind of agree on the idea that sin isn't necessarily morally wrong, and, um, I mean, it, obviously that, that's, that's the idea, is that they're morally wrong, but the reason they're morally wrong is because, uh, and so, <laughs> well, this is a train wreck. Okay, sometimes they're morally wrong in the religion, sometimes it's not morally wrong in a religion, but whatever the case for that religion, um, it's agreed that you shouldn't be sinning, because it will screw you and humanity over as a whole. For example, uh, lust—if you spend all your time—or lust, greed, gluttony, whatever—you spend all your time chasing these things, and you won't have the time to contribute to humanity or to a better life or to your children, for example. And um, gluttony—it'll drag you down, make you less healthy make you fat get a big gut yeah greed I'm not going to go on the list of greed make you and steal corruption but you know greed is, is obviously not going to be a good thing um, and <laughs> I'm targeting the seven sins here but <laughs> it's, it's not necessarily it might just be the seven sins I don't know but it's just sin in general like uh, every
1: religious has a different form of the same thing
0: yeah like lying for example it's not necessarily that God said don't lie like you have free will do what you want but if you sin, right, I'm not going to kill you. Yeah, you know? God said don't lie, by the way. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> so you, you can the, the idea that I'm getting at here is that you can sin, you have the free will, do whatever. I'm not going to say that you're a bad person. Everybody sins, and it's difficult not to. But the reason that I made a book telling you—this is God talking in whatever religion— The reason, or gods, uh, I made a book and told you not to do these things is because they genuinely hurt you as a person, and or genuinely hurt your community as a whole. And um, it's just really important as a human to remember that your decisions matter, and you can chase these selfish desires, these ape-like tendencies, your instincts... Or you can try to be better and become something different than what we've evolved to be. What the world is trying to make us. Something better than just your brain.
1: Then again, we're not telling you that religion is necessarily bad. And if you're listening to this and you're following a specific religion, we're just simply asking you to follow your moral compass. Because people aren't defined by their religious beliefs. People are defined by their morality. People are defined by how they impact the decisions they make how they impact people around them and best way to the best thing to do while living on this planet earth and exploring all these new ideas is might be cliche thing to say but it's love man
0: (laughs) yeah no love kindness and um i i said uh what is it that you are determined by the decisions you make remember those decisions can be changed habits are difficult to break but habits can be broken, and new habits can be made.
1: There was a saying that I heard, and it just it got to me. It's like, you know, the decisions you've made, they're a part of your past. You live right now, and you go towards the future
0: yeah so you why are let that burden
1: you burden you not bored you
0: <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's totally i I love that like think thinking about it on the macro and bringing it down to scale yeah. really puts it into perspective macro who are you as a child versus now? completely different people, so how is it any different about you yesterday or even five minutes ago? Okay. You're a different person now, and you can make different decisions now
1: Let's envision your whole life. That you've lived up until this point in a cup and all your experiences okay. are the water within that cup all the regrets all, right. all the embarrassments everything you hold and carry within you day to day cup you just have to empty that cup <laughs> and you have to live now
0: yeah that's all i got (laughs) all right well i think that's pretty great remember if you want to change those decisions it's it's easy for you to stay inside a box and and think that this is who you are and be stuck this way but if you want to be a better person have better morals make better decisions and maybe even change to a don't know a better religion remember everybody you gotta
1: stay outside the box you guys thank you for listening